This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, everyone. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you can find us over on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout Group. This is episode 152 of the show, and I am so excited today to welcome two guests to the show, my daughters, Daisy and AJ. This episode was specially produced for you all this week by our listener supporters, our superstar awesomes who show up to support the show every single month. We asked them for ideas on questions to ask Daisy and AJ, and they showed up in full awesome force with all kinds of amazing questions. So if you would like to find out more how you can help to specially produce some episodes every now and again and become a listener supporter, you can do that by going to sortaawesomeshow.com slash support. Okay, like I said, I have my girls here with me this week. I'm so excited to introduce you all to them. They have watched me make Sorta Awesome for you guys, the Awesomes, for over three years now. They have been asking and asking, when can they come on the show? So I am so excited to welcome them to Sorta Awesome this week. We're going to get to all of those amazing questions that our superstar Awesomes came up with for them and hear their answers here in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week, that moment in the show when we all share our favorite podcasts and movies and TV and music, anything that is awesome in our lives right now. The first kiddo I have here with me today is my younger daughter, 10-year-old AJ. AJ is going into fifth grade next year. Eliza Joy, welcome to Sorta Awesome. Hey. Hi. 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 <laughs> what do you Hi. have? What do you have for your awesome of the week? Um, my awesome of the week is Jaja, my doggie, because she just cares so much about us and she likes to be a lap dog, even though she's not a lap She's dog. not a lap dog. Remind our awesome friends what kind of dog Jaja is and how big she is. Jaja is a German shepherd, even though she is only about one years old, she is like over 70 pounds or something. Well, she's like close to 70 yes, pounds for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and she just makes me happy. She's like the joy of my day and I love her. Yes, you do love her. It's my baby. In fact, if it weren't for you, AJ, we probably wouldn't have Jaja because you campaigned and begged and begged mom and dad for a dog for how long do you think before we got Jaja? couple of months uh, or, year. or years or years yeah <laughs> remember what i used to say when you'd ask for a dog after the twins were born yeah instead of a dog we got you twins <laughs> but it wasn't quite the same was it Mm-mm. i do know that when we went on our road trip last week and we were gone for almost a week and jaja had to go to her doggy boarding school that you were very sad yes and that you missed her a whole bunch. Very sad. So she's your awesome of the week because yes. you guys have been reunited. Yes, for the first time in forever, I saw my doggy Jaja. <laughs> Daisy, what do you have for us? First of all, this is Daisy, my <laughs> my thirteen year old daughter, Daisy. Daisy, what is awesome in your life this week? All right. Okay. So my awesome of the week is Steven Universe. It's a show about the crystal gems and, as the title says, Steven Universe. And I chose this as my awesome of the week because they're releasing new episodes um, right now and the plot's getting really intense and I love it. Good, good, good. So it comes on Cartoon Network. It's an animated show, right? Yes, okay. And Steven Universe is sort of the main character. Uh, Yeah. 
And then there's the Crystal Gems or the other side characters. Is this right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, tell me. You, I know you've been watching Steven Universe for years. I myself have never watched it, but I would love to hear you tell me. In fact, you have like Steven Universe merch. And... Oh, yeah, I have a Steven Universe t-shirt. I have little, little tiny toys. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay, what are some of your favorite things about Steven Universe? Okay, so like, <laughs> if I had to be honest, I would choose everything. But like, (laughs) okay, let's try to narrow it down. (laughs) Okay, so Steven Universe is a cartoon show, but it has like legit morals. Even like the the episodes that don't really help with the plot, they like teach morals and it's it's pretty great, man. Awesome. I love that. Cool. I also feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I also feel like Steven Universe has a lot of music mixed in. Yes, that's right. You really like music a lot. Of course. So I'm sure that's part of why you like Steven mm-hmm. Universe. Okay, so it's your Awesome of the Week this week because help me remember what you said. There is it a new season just came out? Uh, no, they're, they're releasing new episodes in the current season. Okay. Yeah. All right. So fun. Okay, so Steven Universe, do you know offhand what season you're in right now? Five. Uh, season five. Season five is Daisy's Awesome of the Week. So fun. I'm going to tell you all about my Awesome of the Week really quickly. This is a super fast one. You all who are on Instagram may know that Instagram has just rolled out IGTV. IGTV is sort of Instagram's take on incorporating even more video into their app platform. I was reading some industry articles on it today, and Instagram really looked at a couple of things here. Notably, that their younger users are no longer watching TV, which, Daisy, do you feel like that's pretty accurate? You don't watch a lot of, like, broadcast TV ever. No, 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 it's mostly just YouTube. Mostly YouTube, mostly videos. And so... They are looking at that, the fact that a lot of younger users, a lot of younger people are not watching TV. They're watching video on different platforms, and they're sort of, um, I guess you could say, uh, adjusting to that, Mm -hmm. maybe trying to accommodate to that. And also, of course, Instagram rolled out stories not long ago and then allowed people to go live in their stories. And they were noticing that in the stories Um, area of Instagram, that people weren't really watching the replays of live videos because that was a longer format than they were looking for. You know, on stories, it's like 15 seconds per frame. Mm -hmm. But people were skipping over the replays of those live videos. And so, yeah, what they ended up doing is just launching IGTV so that you can Upload videos that you have made and edited, which, Daisy, you might be interested in this because you sometimes have been known to pick up a ukulele and like to play a little, put up a video every now and again. For right now, Instagram users can, anybody can upload a video of 10 minutes in length. Again, what I read in industry articles, it says that they are looking to expand that eventually to people being able to upload up to 60 minutes of video. So we'll see how that turns out. I did find out, I was looking all over my app because people were referencing like, I put a new video up on IGTV, check my profile. And I was like, what? I don't see, what are we, what are we doing? Where are we? I don't see this. I was looking all over people's profiles. Turns out you have to update your Instagram app. Then you will see in the upper right hand corner, you'll see a little TV icon that you can tap on. It will take you straight into IGTV. And then if a user has launched their own IGTV channel, that will be on their profile when you are looking at their profile page. So it's all very exciting. Here's the thing. I do love Instagram stories. I have started to actually watch Instagram stories more than I even am in my Instagram main feed. But um, sometimes, you know, people will just load still slides and text and stuff. I like to turn on Instagram stories while I'm putting on my makeup or doing dishes, but it's hard to do that when not every slide on Instagram stories is a video. So I have been super loving turning on the IGTV part of the app and then just watching videos as they come up in my feed. It's really fun because not a ton of users are on there yet. And it's really cool to see people just kind of starting out. It's been really great. So um, was there anything else? Oh, and Instagram does have plans to launch a standalone IGTV app for both iOS and Android users eventually. But as of right now, 
beginning of July, it's all incorporated into the Instagram app. So IGTV is my awesome of the week. So as you all know, you awesomes who listen every week, every single Friday over in our sort of awesome hangout group on Facebook, we open up the floor for you all to share your awesomes of the week. If you haven't joined us in our community on Facebook, we would love to have you. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout. Hey, awesomes. One quick scroll through my Instagram tells me that we are in prime time travel season this summer. Lots of us are on the road, either leaving on a jet plane or maybe on a little road trip with our families. I myself just got back from a road trip with my kids, and I want to remind you that the most awesome bag to have at your side while you're traveling is a suitcase from Away. I am telling you with all truthfulness, that I love Away Bags. They are the company that has created a total game changer for the way you travel. Now, I really shouldn't be trusted with nice things because everything I touch gets broken so easily, but that will never be the case with my Away carry-on bag. It has put up with so much abuse from me. All Away suitcases are made from premium German polybicarbonate that's so lightweight, it bends, but it never breaks. All of Away's carry-on sizes are compliant with major U.S. airlines, and it still maximizes the amount that you can pack into that carry-on bag. Both sizes of the carry-on can charge your cell phones, your tablets, your e-readers. One single charge of an Away carry-on will charge your iPhone up to five times. All Away bags come with a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for you for life. For $20 off of my very favorite suitcase from Away, Go to awaytravel.com slash awesome and use promo code awesome during checkout. That's $20 off when you go to awaytravel.com slash awesome and use promo code awesome. Thank you, Away. Awesomes, it is summer and that means most of us want to get out of the kitchen and outside doing all of the things that make summer so awesome. But sometimes when your summer to-do list is all about your mom's best potato salad and all those yummy grown-up drinks, it can be hard to eat well. That's why I love Daily Harvest. It's a subscription service that makes healthy eating easy and requires basically no effort all year long. Daily Harvest delivers perfectly portioned cups of frozen organic fruits and vegetables directly to your door. It all magically stays fresh in the freezer until you're ready to eat it, and then it just takes one step to prepare. All you have to do is add water or your favorite milk to the cup. You blend it, heat it, or soak it, and it's that easy. It's the perfect thing to have on hand all summer long for those days when you just don't want to cook. Daily Harvest smoothies are an easy way to guarantee a healthy breakfast or a snack, and they're perfect for cooling down when it is way too hot outside like it is right now. Even better, they're really made to be taken on the go. So to check them out for yourself, go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code AWESOME to get three free cups in your first box. That's promo code AWESOME for three free Daily Harvest Cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. Thank you, Daily Harvest. Okay, so like I said, we opened up the floor to our superstar, sorta awesome listener supporters and asked for help with producing this episode. We asked them to give some questions to my girls so that they would have some things to talk about on Sorta Awesome. I love this first one from superstar Lara, who uh, referenced back to a recent episode that I did with my sister, Let's Play Pro Con Pro. And Lara suggested that the girls could pro Con Pro having twin little brothers. AJ, let's go with you first. Okay. So what are your pro con pros of having twin little brothers? It's hard to think of the pros, but here we go. Um, number one, the first pro is that they're they're pretty hilarious. They are very funny. With all of their little not quite words and twenties and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just quite hilarious. My con, which was very hard to think of one. Um, <laughs> they're very rowdy. Yes, and, they are. Yes, 
They're full of energy. Yes. As five-year-old boys tend to be. Mm-hmm. My last pro is that they play with each other, so they don't bother me and Daisy a lot. That's true. But they so manage to get away just a little bit. Well, especially when you guys have to kind of break up their fights and stuff. Because yes. they're sort of in a fighting, squabbling stage, aren't they? I think it's because at school they were in separate classrooms. And they got used to being able to um, have some time away from each other. But it has just been 24-7 togetherness for them, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Daisy, let's hear your pro, con, and pro of having twin little brothers. Okay. So my first pro is they really know how to make me smile and laugh. Like, honestly, who needs TV when you have these two? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. The stuff they do is so weird. It's just entertaining. (laughs) They do a lot of very weird things. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Cons? Uh, my con is, okay, they're very loud. Yes. And they like to barge into my room while I'm watching YouTube. They'll just come clomping up the stairs. They uh, they just... <laughs> they slam open the door to my room and I'm like, well, hello there. Glad you could join. <laughs> yeah, they're super loud. Especially Mac. He has mm-hmm. the loudest voice ever given to humanity <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. And do we have another pro that we can end on? Uh, yes. Um, they help me a little, a little bit. See, I like to spend most of my day in my room watching YouTube or like shows like Steven Universe. Mm, they help me to get out more, I guess. And interact and yes. be part of our family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so fun. So fun. I cannot wait for the day, you guys, when the twins can come on. It's sort of awesome yes, and defend themselves. <laughs> Okay, so our next question is one that it's kind of a smash up and mash up of questions asked by both superstars, Sarah and Heather. So I took some of their question inspiration and I came up with this question. First of all, what do you think are the biggest challenges for girls your age? Again, you're 10, you're going into fifth grade, you're upper elementary for sure. Um, What are some of the biggest challenges that the girls your age are facing right now, 2018? Well, They get any kind of kid at all at this age will probably get bullied. Okay. No matter if they look pretty or if they're too skinny or, like, not skinny enough. Just no matter what they look like, somebody's going to pick out little nitpicks and just tell them their feelings. And it's probably just because they're jealous, but they still think that they really have to get that out there. Okay. So you're saying not only do girls struggle with this, but it's boys get bullied and teased too. Yes. Do you think when you talk about bullying, is it mostly like teasing stuff at this age or does it go beyond teasing? It goes beyond teasing. Like some bullies like have physical content they punch somebody or slap somebody some get in actual fights oh wow just outside of the lunchroom yeah like that's a problem crazy yeah do any of the girls in your class get in physical fights or is it mostly boys well mostly boys but some girls Mm -hmm. do you know throw a couple of punches maybe punch slap that's serious Okay. So would you say like right now, because, you know, we haven't really so much talked about this on the show. I don't think I've ever really brought this up, but you're not on social media so much. You don't, you do have an Instagram account, but you don't use it very much. much. I only use it like to look at other people's pictures. Right. Or like my feed. Now here's a spinoff question. You're not on social media exactly, but you are active on Discord. Which for those of you um, people who are maybe more in my age group who are not super familiar with Discord, why don't you tell us what Discord is? Discord is kind of like Skype for gamers, but not as much as like video chatting. You can just message them and have like voice calls, but you can also like video chat. So like, did it start maybe for gamers who wanted to be able to connect while they were playing and see each other and stuff? But now you like you mostly just use it, like you said, just like a group text kind of thing. Yeah. Now, in your servers, you are friends with people that you've known online from different yes. games like Minecraft For and like Roblox. Four years. Yeah. So, do people bully each other on there, or is it more like you guys are all friends, so you just like talk and hang out online? Well, okay. 
sometimes some of my girlfriends like get in fights, you know. So there's drama. Yes, there's a lot of drama. Okay. A lot of tea spilt. <laughs> Good. Okay. Clean yes. It. I have to clean it up. You go around, clean it up yep. the spilt tea. Okay. Clean it all up. <laughs> AJ, you're a hoot. Okay, but so so far you haven't really encountered bullying, would you say? Like in your online okay. realm. Yeah, no. Okay. We're all friends. Even if you get a little dramatic sometimes. If we get a little dramatic, we just like say sorry. And then the next day we're like, wow, let's play a game. Okay, good, good. Okay, well, the second part of this question is, so thinking about, especially parents of girls your age, what advice do you have for parents or, you know, maybe aunts or teachers who are listening that um, have kids that they love that are in your age range? Okay, so... It's hard to answer this question, but I thought of some answers. Like, as much as you want to just, like, know everything, give them some privacy. Mm -hmm. And let them just have a little time to pout. But after that, you know, you have to get them into shape again and give them attention. If they're being bad in school or doing things you never knew they did, like bullying or stuff like that they probably just want your attention so just give them attention okay yeah that makes sense it's definitely an age where you kind of want to know that you're connected maybe with the adults in your life even if your behavior doesn't always show that that's what you want is that kind of what you're saying Okay, Daisy, what do you think biggest challenges for girls? So again, just to remind everybody, Daisy's 13, getting ready to go into eighth grade. What are some of the biggest challenges facing girls your age right now? Okay, so this is just based on my experience since, as you said, I'm 13, going through little changes right now, I'd say it's probably finding a group where we belong. Since our interests are going to change over the years, the friends we may start out with probably won't be our friends when we're older. Once you do find a group of friends that is right for you, there are always going to be people that judge you and think you're weird, but you just got to ignore them because they suck and they, they don't matter. Okay. Now, wait, let's back up a little bit. Do you mean other friend groups judge you or just like other people other at school? Other people in general. Okay. There's a lot of judging you feel like that goes on. Yeah. I mean, like we're all middle schoolers. So let me ask you this. Do other people call you weird to your face or do you just get a vibe? I like- just get vibes, man. At school, at least at my school, when people insult each other, it's not to their faces. They like to talk uh, to each other okay. um, behind their back. So Okay. And those, so sometimes maybe word gets around like, oh, don't hang out with that person. They're weird or whatever. Mm, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's not like with all people, but there are just definitely some people. Okay. And then do you sometimes just get a vibe like somebody gives you a weird look and they're and you're like, oh, they think I'm being weird right now. Mm-hmm. And this is this happens when you're just being yourself and ha- having fun with your friends? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm really loud too, so that's where some of the looks come from. I you guess. mean your voice is loud like Max? Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not Mac level of loud. That's up there, but like... <sighs> Especially when I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, I tend to get really loud. Okay. And then you feel like people are like looking at you like, oh, why is she being so loud and weird? Yeah. Okay. So finding a good group of friends is one of the biggest challenges, though. A a group that you fit in with and you can be yourself. Correct. Okay. I mean, I think that's a universal struggle for all of us. I got to tell you, I'm 41 and I still (laughs) struggle for sure. Okay. What advice... Daisy, for 13, for parents of, or even, you know, just like aunts, uncles, teachers, youth group, Sunday school teachers, anybody that works with somebody or loves somebody in your age range, what advice would you have? Okay, be accepting of who they are. Like, everybody is different. Everybody has different interests. Everybody has a different personality. Um, No matter what, try and be open to hearing their opinion and like, just try and support them for who they are. I love that. That's so good. Do you think mommy and daddy do a good job of the aunt? Yeah, pretty good job, I'd say. I mean, you're open to the fact that I like fan fiction because I know you've read your fan, your Harry Potter fan fiction yourself. <laughs> you're telling That's secrets right. on me. Yeah, I'm exposing her. That's right. <laughs> the 
that is one thing that we have bonded over is yeah, our shared love right. of and appreciation for fanfic for sure. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you for those questions, Sarah and Heather. Now this next question comes to us from Rebecca Hoffer, our show co-host who probably, even though you've never met her, probably feels like you. she knows you girls because she's heard me talk about you for so many years now. But Rebecca has a super great question that I am very curious about the answer to. So as a child who has had most of her life shared on the internet because AJ, when I first got pregnant with you and all through my pregnancy with you when you were a new baby. I was blogging back at my sort of crunchy blog. So you're well aware of the fact that you have been on the internet since before you were born, literally. Okay. So as a person who has had most of her life shared on the internet, how do you feel about that? And let's talk about this because I know you've told me that sometimes you Google yourself. Yes. And mm -hmm, that your friends think it's pretty funny that a lot (laughs) of pictures come up. So just basically talk to us about how you feel about all of your infancy and childhood and growing up years being pretty out there, pretty public. Well, if I'm just looking at it, I'm like, oh, I remember that. That was cool. I like that. I enjoy it. But when people bring it up like, AJ, I searched something on the internet and I found you on there. That's kind of embarrassing because they're like, Look at you when you were little. Yes. You're so funny and look funny and yeah. So they sometimes tease you about it and then you feel a little embarrassed. Yeah. 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 Now, one thing that has changed as you've gotten older is I have kind of had a change of heart where I have started asking you guys, I've done this for a while now, if I take a picture is this okay to put on social media? And I think more often than not these days, you're like, no, don't put it on social media. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel better that when you have a little bit more control over what I share out with the world? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm more in control of everything. Yeah. I'm a control freak, just so you know. Are you? Everybody <laughs> listening, I'm a control freak. <laughs> A little bit. I could see that. Um, Maybe that you have a little bit more control over what strangers, people who don't know you at all, can see and know about your life. It makes you feel a little better. Okay. All right. Well, I have always respected that agreement. (laughs) You don't think I have? It's. Do you get tired of me asking you? Can I put this on social media? A little bit. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I am super curious, Stacey, to hear your answer to this question, because not only have you had pictures Mm -hmm. of yourself shared on the internet since you were a baby, I started my blog when you were one year old, Mm -hmm. you my dear, were the like subject of an inspiration for the book that I co-wrote with Laura Oyer. Uh, So in a lot of ways, your infancy and childhood are memorialized on the internet forever. (laughs) So um, I think Rebecca has such a great question with this of how do you feel about that? Does it make you feel awkward? Are you proud? Are you just, is it blah? Like, tell me what you think about having so much of your life shared on the internet. For me, it's like half and half because sometimes the pictures that I find when I Google my name are embarrassing. Really? Yeah. At least I find them to be embarrassing. Okay. But some of them can be really funny, too, and I enjoy looking at them with my friends. And, hey, at least the internet knows who I am. Like, if somebody puts their name into the internet and it comes up with some random stranger, too bad for them. Hey, I got my pictures on the internet. I'm all good. (laughs) And you have a very, very unique name. So there's, like, when you type in Daisy Teets, there's pretty much only one person that's going to come up, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What about your friends? Do your friends ever talk about, do you guys ever talk about like, oh, my parents told this on Instagram or my mom put this on Facebook and I'm so mad. Does, any, does that ever come up? Or uh, No, not really. Like the only time this kind of stuff comes up is when we're ridiculously bored. And so we do indeed search our names on Google. <laughs> okay. Now, something else that is interesting too, is that you, um, unlike a lot of your friends, you do not have an iPhone or mm-hmm. a smartphone at all. Mm-hmm which you're not happy about, but we haven't gone there yet. You have one social media account, which is Instagram, which we keep pretty, you know, pretty private so that it's just people that you know that are following you. Mm -hmm. Um, As you are starting to make your own decisions about social media, do you feel like the fact that your mom, especially, I mean, 
Kyle Daddy's not on internet at all anymore. Yeah. He took himself off Facebook even. <laughs> he hates it so much. But do you think the fact that having a constant reminder of social media in your life because of your mom's job, has that made a difference? Or like the fact that, you know, I always ask you if it's okay to put something on the internet, has that given you any insights as you start to decide what you're going to put on social media about yourself or I mean, no? No. I kind of just put on social media what I want to put on social media. Okay. Like whatever I feel like. Okay. That's fair. All right. Now I love this next question. Thank you, Rebecca, for that great question about kids and online presences. This next question is from superstar Andrea. And she said that she has a son who is in Daisy's age range and he has a lot of friends that are girls and she's wondering, how do you wish boys your age, so, you know, sort of 10, 11-year-old boys, how do you wish that they would act around you? And, like, what qualities in boys in your age range are cool and make you want to hang out with them? And which are the ones that are weird and make you want to run away? Okay, so the nice ones that everyone's like, ooh, I like him, I have a crush on him. They're mostly gentlemen, and they're not, oh, you're ugly, and stuff like that. Even though boys think that's how you get a girl, that's not how you get a girl. Right, right, okay. Um, Just for any boys listening, probably you you aren't a boy, but um, if you are, um, here's some advice. Be a gentleman to girls. Okay, what do you mean when you say be a gentleman? What, What specifically does that look like? Just don't be mean and rude. Like, sometimes, like, open the door for girls. Oh, not nice. close it on them in their face. Okay, good. Um, yeah. At my school, we had gentlemen society, but that ended shortly. Um, oh, that's too bad, because that sounds great. Yes. When you walk in the door, when a girl walks in the door, or a lady, you all the gentlemen would stand up. <gasps> oh, I like that. And, you know. It's very like, respectful. Like, like that make a big difference. Yes. You have to be respectful to ladies and their privacy, too. Mm-hmm. And not just like, hi, I'm here. Right. I got a trophy in soccer this year. Um I'm the best. <laughs> so don't be, don't go around bragging and stuff. Yes. Okay. And be yourself. Don't be like, don't be a little brat. Don't brag about everything you've done. Mm-hmm. But be yourself. If you think that soccer is cool, then just talk occasionally about soccer, but don't just be all up in their business. I wonder if when you're saying don't be up in their business, especially bragging, I wonder if maybe another part of that is ask girls what they're interested in and talk to them about things that you know that they're interested in. That would be a big help. And not just like, I found a bug yesterday outside my house (laughs) and I picked it up and it went in my hair and I can't find it. (laughs) That would make me want to run and hide forever. (laughs) Okay, Daisy, let's talk about boys your age. I mean, 13-year-old boys are a special species on this planet for sure, for sure. Um, Let's talk about, like, what are some of the qualities in boys that are your age? Let's toss this question over to you about qualities, boys your age, that, that, you know, are fun, make them fun to hang out with, and what is stuff that makes you want to run away? I was just thinking about dad coming in here like, "Mm, what you gonna say? I know, dad has dad radar right now. Anytime boys come up in the conversation, suddenly dad appears in the doorway. (laughs) Okay, what are some of the things that make boys your age fun to hang out with? So they gotta have a good sense of humor, especially if it's similar to mine. You gotta know how to be able to joke about things. I don't really like more serious people. Um, It's always better if you have common interests as me. Like, I'm really into modern musicals, like Be More Chill, Heathers, um... Dear Evan Hansen, kind of getting into the Book of Mormon, too. <laughs> so it helps if we have something to talk about. you got to be a relatively chill person. I don't want you to be, like, overwhelming, like, talking in my ear all the time. I get tired of that real quick. And also, it's good if you don't care about what other people think. Like, if you just have confidence, um, I find that pretty cool, man. That's a, that's a good trait right there. Okay, so now we have... The bad things. First thing is if you're basic. If you have nothing outstanding about your personality, 
get out of my life, please. Oh my, this is very harsh. <laughs> very surprised, that, that Stacey. Was, that was just a bit of a joke. Okay. Um, <laughs> but really, um, you gotta be unique. Okay. Um, I don't really like guys who have sports as their main interests. I'm not a very sporty person. That's just a personal thing for me. Um, like I said before, if you're overwhelming, no. Um, and if you like to stir up drama, which I'm pretty sure is also a universal thing, but like... No drama. No drama. Don't be part of that that gossip, that talk. No. Yeah. Stop. Don't. Okay. Good. Sorry if it's hard to understand me while I'm speaking. I'm hyped up on Mountain Dew right now. Yes. So. <laughs> her mother gave her Mountain Dew so she'd have plenty. She, this introvert could have a lot of energy to, yes. to show up for this. All right. Now, AJ, as you know, uh, I've talked a couple of times now on Sort of Awesome more than once about our recent conversion to the Catholic faith. We entered the church this past Easter. And our superstar Mary wants to know, what are your thoughts on converting to Catholicism? Like, what do you love about being Catholic? What parts have been harder for you to get used to? Because um, just as a reminder, and if, you, if you've not listened to some of our back episodes of Sort of Awesome, our family had a pretty big struggle trying to find a church and a place we belonged for years. So you were like not used to a lot of church stuff. So it was a pretty big change. So let's talk about how you're feeling about Catholicism right now. Well, Mary and anyone else who is interested, earbuds warning anybody who has like headphones in. I love it. <laughs> Good. Thank you for the earbuds warning. I wish I would have had a warning too. <laughs> okay. What's kind of hard for me to get used to is like all the callbacks that they do. Like if father says something and I'm kind of just like struggling, I'm like, okay, what are we saying now, guys? Okay, by callbacks, you mean the responses of yes. the people in the liturgy. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. I don't really... It's hard to learn those. Yes, it's okay. very hard. And, like, before communion, like, the mm -hmm. Eucharist, mm -hmm. when they say... When they say the body of Christ. Yeah, when they say the body of Christ, I'm like, mm, oh, uh, uh, amen. Yes. Got it. It's a lot to remember all at once, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now... My confirmation saint. Yes. Oh, wait. Let's. I want to tell this story really quickly because, unlike most Catholic kids your age, you got to do a lot of sacraments all at once. Three. Three. Yes. Um, our priests and our um, director of uh, Catholic formation classes decided together that you girls, since you're past the age of reason, which is about seven, seven. yeah, that you all got to decide for yourself right now, instead of when you're in high school, if you wanted to be confirmed into the church. So all at once, you got to be baptized, be confirmed, and take your first Holy Communion at Easter. And then shortly after that, you made your first um, confession, your first reconciliation. Yeah. So... You like had a lot of Catholic stuff crammed in there together, but so because you were confirmed into the church, you got to choose a confirmation saint. And who is your confirmation saint? Well, if you're not Catholic, you might have heard her before. She's very famous, even though she has passed. Obviously, she's a saint. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not Catholic, you might know her as Mother Teresa. That's right. If you are Catholic, then it's Saint Teresa of Calcutta. That's right. She okay so. She, when I was thinking of it, she was, she had died 10 years before I was born. That's and right. And I was 10, and I am still, but almost yes. 11. Yeah. And so that was, like, pretty big. Yeah. So I felt like I was just called to be her, like, her little, mm, mm -hmm. little girl who she... She listens to her prayers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's right. So so St. Teresa of Calcutta, again, as AJ mentioned, most of us know her as Mother Teresa, died 10 years to the day before you were born. And as you were being confirmed, you were 10 years old. It seemed like everything just kind of lined up yes. for you to choose St. Teresa. Um, what do you love about St. Teresa? Well, it's just she was such a beautiful lady. Like, she was poor most of her life mm -hmm. and so instead of like 
being all about money, even when she was a nun,、mm-hmm. she still lived the life as poor, and she like helped people and did so much stuff to just make the world better. Yes, in her time. Yes, totally, totally. She is a great role model and a great confirmation saint for you. So thank you for that question, Mary. Okay, Daisy, here is a great question. Um, from one of our superstar awesomes. Yes. Um, wondering about relationships with other adults besides your parents. For example, you have some really strong teacher mentors in your life that you've had through orchestra, through school,、mm-hmm. for years. You have a very strong relationship with Aunt Mimi.、Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the my kids <laughs> call、uh, my sister Emily's Aunt Mimi. What? Are some of the things? Let's just talk about Aunt Mimi, for example, because you guys have had such a strong relationship for so long. What are some of the things that have that she has done to really help nurture your relationship? Well, okay. First off,、um, she knows when to give me my space because, like me, she is an introvert. She understands I need some time to myself, and、um, she doesn't bother me and try to get me to do things with her. I find that a bit overwhelming, so I appreciate that. She gives me my space. She's really fun. She always has、um, fun stuff for us to do when she's around. She listens to me and cares when I talk about my interests. I also really appreciate that. It's a big thing for me. And she's very caring and open,、uh, open-minded. Definitely, I agree with all of those things. I'm sure Amy will be so happy to hear that. Yes. Ooh, I like this question a lot. This is from Superstar Callie, who actually had a lot of great questions. This one I really loved. Callie is asking. What is something that makes you AJ feel totally loved and seen and appreciated by adults in your life? For me, my love language is gifts. Yes, <laughs>、so、it is. It totally is. Around Christmas, I really feel like appreciated since I'm getting gifts. <laughs> I, I, this sounds a little bit ratty, but I don't mean it that way. I mean that it, I just. I feel respected and noticed when that happens. I also, if I, you don't have to spend your money on me. Just like give me attention, because、mm-hmm. that's all I really want. Yes, is attention. Yeah. No matter, like even if it's just bad attention, like I try to get any attention I can. <laughs> A little pathetic, but it's true.、Oh, it's not pathetic. You know, I'm glad that you brought up the love languages part because a lot of people who have the gifts love language feel a little embarrassed about it because it's like, oh, it makes me feel greedy. Like, just give me stuff, and I'll know that you love me. But、um, Rebecca actually and I did a, an episode recently where we were talking about love languages, and we were talking about gifts and giving, and how for gifts people, it's more like it truly is the thought that counts. It's like, oh, you thought of me when you bought this. That makes me feel so special. Another thing, AJ, I'm not a hundred percent sure because you're only ten years old. Ten years old. But I do think ten and a half. Ten and a half. Sorry, I do think you're an ESFP on the Myers Briggs scale, which is a performer type. I took theater classes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you know. Just so you know, she's making very dramatic faces at the microphone right now. Wish you could see it, but audio medium here.、Um, so AJ, I think it makes sense that as a performer type, you like to have you like kind of like to be the center of attention, don't you? Yes. Yeah. It's hard when you're a middle child, though. That's right. I'm a middle child. Yeah, we haven't even touched on the middle child Ha-ha, so conundrum. Okay, hey. Okay, so if you're thinking of other people, what makes them appreciated or like people in your like, age、yes. range, sort of? Okay, it depends what their love language is. Like if they like letters or words, or if they too like giving gifts, you kind of have to ask them, and then you are after you ask them, you can get them stuff. Or give them attention, or whatever they like, and then they will feel definitely like they're seen or heard, appreciated. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, this was a great question from Callie. I think all of us would love to hear this from the perspective of a 13-year-old in 2018. What is something that makes you feel totally loved, seen, and appreciated by the adults in your life? For me, it's when I have. Freedom, because like for me, that makes me feel like I'm trusted by、um, other adults. When I have freedom, it feels like 
I can go out and experience things on my own. I don't like to be restricted. That's no. And um, honestly, just don't be overbearing. I really don't like that. Okay. What do you mean like overbearing? What feels overbearing to you? Okay. When I don't have as many privileges, I guess. Oh, okay. I just like this. I just like freedom, man. I just. So it comes back to freedom, which to you reflects a bigger feeling of being trusted. Yes, that's, that's right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I can be maybe a little overbearing sometimes. I wondered if overbearing meant like in your business a lot. 13 is mm. a difficult age because it's for the parent. You're it's still, time, yeah, yeah, you're still our little babies, but you're beginning to see yourself as a person. Yeah, an independent person encountering the world. And mm-hmm. so it can be hard to know when to try to get you to be like, come on, come talk to me. Let's talk about this. How are you feeling about this? And then as opposed to just like realizing you're a person who's having your own, like life is unfolding for you and you're experiencing it on your own. And I'm not always part of that. And that's, Mm -hmm. that can be hard. Okay. Let's move on. This is another mashup question. I took some ideas from both superstars, Val and Angela. And I'm wondering if you would feel so brave as to share in what ways do you, AJ, think your mom is cool? In what ways is she annoying when she tries to be cool? Okay. So, hi, I think she is cool. As She's, your mom, you're the best. Oh, thank you, baby. I mean, you got us a dog. What, what, what more is there to ask for? Jaja is the best dog ever. Sorry for all those dogs listening. If you are, woof, 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 woof. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back on track. Yes. (laughs) It's kind of annoying when, well, when she tries to use, like, when she tries to dance. Um, Also, when she kind of does this little, like, British accent. Please note that AJ's doing air quotes around British accents. British accents. Uh And it's, it's just not that, not that. Appealing. So when I say, oh, cheerio, governor. Nobody says governor. (laughs) Unless they're talking about, like, the actual governor. Yes, the actual governor. And, like, no British really talk about, like, hello, mate, would you like to get tea and crumpets? (laughs) Cheerio. Some do. Well, I've, I've watched videos. All right. And they, like, one British gamer that I watched, he was like, nobody actually says, like, mentions tea and crumpets that much. It's not what they talk about all the time, unless perhaps they just want to get tea. It's not their daily conversation, like, hello, you, you won't go for tea again, mate? They don't say mate either. Okay. Do you think it's possible at all for moms or just like women in my age range, including Aunt Mimi, is it possible for adults our age to be cool? Yes or no? Well, it depends what you do. You can try too hard. Yeah. That makes you uncool. Okay. And weird. Okay. So don't try so hard. Yes. Just kind of like ease into it. Like even if you're a dad, perhaps, even though I don't know why. Some dads listen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyways. Um, just don't be so aggressive with it. Don't try to use all the kids yes, speak. No. Like, don't be like, I'm sorry, I'm being so extra today. Yeah, that would be kind of like, please leave. <laughs> you don't want that. We should just stick to our own, our own old people language is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Daisy, in what ways do you think your mom is a little bit annoying? In what ways can she be cool? And then let's talk more generally after that, if it's even possible for parents to be cool. But are there any times that you think your mom is a little bit cool? Okay. So I think my mom is cool when she like tries to relate. So like bringing it back to the topic of fan fiction, mom really likes Harry Potter fan fiction. I like um, fan fiction for uh, Camp Camp, a different animated series. Um, so we both really like fan fiction. See, my friends like fan fiction too, but their parents don't even know they like it, and they feel like they can't share that with them because they'll like judge them and look down upon them if they find out. But my mom, no, my mom is cool. She's not like that. She can actually relate to me in that way. Oh, I <laughs> like, love that. Seriously, I told my friends this, and I'm like, where is your mom from? Like, your mom is the greatest. What is? This is unheard of. <laughs> 
Well, believe it or not, probably lots of our people are listening right now. And lots of my friends would be like, why are you reading fan fiction? (laughs) We need to talk. (laughs) Okay. In what ways do you find mom to be annoying? See, like I said, I like it when my mom tries to relate. But I don't like it when she tries too hard because you got to find a good median, man. If you don't try at all, I feel like you don't care. If you try too much, you're being stupid. (laughs) Like when I try to use the same words you guys use? Is that Mm -hmm. a good example? Yeah, like when you try and use words like, um, let me find an example, Gucci. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, when I say stuff like that, I'm actually trying to be annoying on purpose. I, well, oh, okay. <laughs> like, if she tries too hard to make me laugh, then it's like, Mom, please, why? Okay, good good example. Now, do you think really that anybody your age thinks your their parents can even possibly be cool? For most kids, from what I have gathered information outside sources, no. Okay. <laughs> But so I think the theme that I'm hearing from both of you girls really is that much more important than like trying to be cool or, you know, whatever is this thing of be interested in what I'm interested in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is really the way to connection right now. That's right. Yeah. That makes sense. I can dig it. And you and I have listened to musicals together. Well, we listen separately, but then we talk about them. You don't love Hamilton as much as I do, but we... See, ha- I want to get back into it after um, I'm done with the Book of Mormon, because yeah. I'm still mad that AJ would, like, freaking have a panic attack every time we tried to listen to the second half of the soundtrack. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's true. She doesn't like that second act, does she? Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, yes, we do. We have found things that um, we actually do have in common. Mm-hmm. So, okay. One of our superstar supporters, Carrie, had a fantastic question. Um, we've talked a lot on this show about my struggles with anxiety, something that came into my life after the twins were born. Mm-hmm. It's something that as I talked to my friend and former co-host, Laura Tremaine, as she talked about having childhood anxiety, as she was talking about it, when we recorded that episode, I was, it was such an epiphany for me because I realized a lot of what I had experienced in your behaviors, especially when you were younger elementary, yeah that I thought was just you being perfectionistic or high strung, a lot of it was actually anxiety. And as we began to unlock, oh, you've got some pretty significant anxiety stuff going on. Mm -hmm. That made a big change when we could like name it, like this is what's going on. So Carrie's wondering, what is your best advice as a kid who's had anxiety for years, um, but who powers through and is involved in a ton of things involved in orchestra, which you go to every day after school, Mm -hmm. you're in show choir, you're in all kinds of um, activities and all kinds of stuff. Like you don't, your anxiety doesn't hold you back, but it's very much a part of something you have to deal with. So what advice do you have for parents who have kids who are struggling with anxiety? The number one thing is that when they want to talk, you listen, you try your very best to listen don't, like, push them off, say, oh, sorry, I have to do this another time. As long as it's not an emergency, literally drop what you're doing and listen to them. Okay, good. Next thing is provide emotional support and then find solutions. Because in that very moment in time, they're probably freaking out and they need someone to comfort them. And then try and help them prevent the problem from popping up again. Okay, another thing that has worked for me, I don't know if it'll work for other people as much, but I know this has definitely helped me, chocolate. Not only is it delicious, but it really helps me with my stress. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's an anxiety reliever for me. I just, it, it's worked really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So give your kids chocolates. <laughs> when, you know, we've also experimented with some other things. We've done L-theanine, yep. which um, definitely helps kind of bring, dial down some of those anxious feelings. Yeah. Yes. We've done um, natural calm, which you and I call magnesium water. Yeah. Um, some things that help get the nervous system itself to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know one of my biggest regrets before we realized that what you were dealing with was anxiety is number one, I would criticize your anxious behaviors. For example, you will often when you're writing something, 
I don't know if you still do this. You'll, if it's not just right, you'll erase it and redo it. And, and it causes you, like, I would try to get you to stop doing that would cause you to feel anxious if you couldn't correct it. And so finally I had to have the realization, like it's not actually hurting anybody to let her correct these things and just let you find that that coping mechanism really worked for you. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I regret that I used to do is to, I would try to talk you out of your anxious feelings and be like, it's fine. Everything's okay. Don't worry about it. And instead of doing what the number one advice that you gave is to listen, I would just try to, I would get so worried about you being worried that I would just try to shut you down. But you're saying, Hey, just like really listen to what they're saying. Because when you're, when you are having those anxious feelings, it's very real to you. It's not something you can just turn off, like flip Mm -hmm. a switch. Yeah. What? Like turn it off. I thought you were gonna turn start it off. <laughs> like a light switch. <laughs> I didn't realize that. At first. I served it up for you. <laughs> that's I'm a sorry, book of please forgive. Me. That's a book of Mormon joke for for those of you who are wondering. Um, okay. We do have some other questions that are uh, superstar. <laughs> Daisy's real tickled now. That our superstar uh, listeners that had for our superstar supporters had for the girls. I'm going to include Daisy and AJ's answers in our newsletter. But really quickly, let's do this lightning round of questions. I have some questions for each of you, and I'm just going to ask them really quickly, and you just tell me the short answer. Okay. Are you ready, AJ? I'm going to get myself ready. You can do it, AJ. Ah, ah. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Best book you've read in the past year? Hunger Games. Favorite music? Pop. Favorite way to spend your screen time? Playing Fortnite. Favorite thing about summer? Swimming. Favorite gift to get, especially since you're a gifty person? Room decorations. Ooh, interesting. Let's push pause on that one and come back to it. Uh, Favorite gift to give? I like giving gifts to my dad because he's weird and he likes, like, a salsa. Last year I got him salsa or something. Yeah. Like, You've given him lots of food gifts and he always appreciates them. Yeah, it was like fruit flavored salsa. Yes. Okay. Um, Peach or something. I don't know. Hey, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Um, it's from my dad. Flies like honey, not vinegar. That's so right. if you're a vinegar butthole, nobody wants to be around nope, you. we can't say that. <laughs> okay. Um, this is really interesting on the room decor thing. Do you think other girls your age, this is such a hard age because you guys in this upper elementary range are totally not into toys anymore, but you're not old enough for like devices and uh, big gift, big ticket yeah. items. So room decor, do you, do you think it's better to give somebody an actual thing? Like something, it's like some cute artwork to hang on their wall, Probably. stuff, pillows, cute stuff like that, yeah. or give them a gift card. Is that equally well, fun or would you rather have an actual gift i myself would like an actual gift okay all right good stuff we are always talking about gifts for the tween girl age range so that's so good to know invite me to your christmas one guys anybody listening you better like stalk her instagram and stuff and be like invite aj on your christmas um podcast okay you want to come back at christmas and talk yes. about gifts yes okay Good to know. Daisy, really quickly, let's go through this lightning round. These are going to be some of your favorites that I'm sure people would love to hear about. First of all, best book you've read in the past year? The War That Saved My Life. Ooh, The War That Saved My Life. Did you read that at school? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite music that you're into right now? Most songs by the band Mother Mother and soundtracks from video games and TV shows. Okay. What music do you feel like your friends are into? I know some of my friends are into Metallica. It's okay. It's mostly either Metallica or K-pop, <laughs> like BTS. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Uh, what's your favorite way to spend your screen time when you have it? YouTube and anime, obviously. You're super into anime, aren't you? Yes. What's your favorite thing about summer? I know I do this um, essentially every night, but staying up late. Oh my gosh. You are addicted to staying up I'm late. I'm a night owl, okay? I know it's in you my are. Jeans. I know it. We run even on... Com- not even these jeans that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> my jeans. We run on completely different clocks. Mm-hmm. It's amazing we ever see each other. Okay. Here is a good question. What is your favorite gift to get? Well, okay. For me, getting or giving gifts time. Really? Mm-hmm. So you're a real quality time person. Yes. Interesting. Thinking about like material gifts that people have given you, is there anything that stands out? Because a lot of our listeners will ask questions like, 
what do I get my 13 year old niece or whatever? This is a hard age to buy for. Do you have any suggestions in general or is gift cards the way to go? Um, well, gift cards are always a good idea for me. I would think it just depends on the person. If they just bring up little things in conversations, try and remember that so that when you actually get something related to that for them, it'll let them know, Hey, they were listening to me. Well, like Mimi's the one that bought you that Steven Universe t-shirt. And she just remembered that you were into Steven Universe, Mm -hmm. saw the t-shirt and got it for you for Christmas. (laughs) I was over the moon when I got that. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Good stuff. All right. Last thing. Best advice that you have ever gotten. Tell the hater to to suck an egg. (laughs) They don't matter. They're irrelevant. All right, girls, thank you so much for coming and being part of this episode. I hope it has been helpful for everybody to hear some insights from the tween and teen girl age range. Awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. My girls are not on Facebook, and so they are not in the sort of awesome hangout group. But if you have follow up questions for them, you can find me on social media at sort of awesome. Meg is where I am over on Instagram. I am definitely in the hangout group. You can find the show on Twitter at sort of awesome pod. And you can find us any time of the day or night on Facebook at facebook.com slash sort of awesome. Thanks for listening. And we'll see y'all next time. Sort of Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer, and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. Like with this microphone? No. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, hi guys, today we're doing an episode with so and so. No, I haven't, but maybe we should. <laughs>